0: We'll do it live! It. Do it live! Don't write it down. we we'll do it live! What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest! Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! The Silver and Brown Show.
1: 97.7 hits FM.
2: Good morning. Party people.
1: How the heck are you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours. Five thirty one, happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown.
3: What's going on, buddy?
1: How the heck you
3: doing over there, baby? <laughs> I'm doing alright, man. I'm doing alright.
1: Surviving or attempting to survive over there?
3: <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I've uh I've certainly got COVID, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: There's
3: no two on? ways around that.
1: You told me off air that you uh, you're broadcasting with a breathe right strip today in an yeah. attempt to get through.
3: Yeah, I look like I'm gonna go play small forward for the Detroit Pistons this afternoon. <laughs> I got a I got a breathe right strip on the on the nose and the uh, uh, my broadcast attire has taken a step down uh, each day. Um, a couple, people do textb- couple people in textbook. Couple people in textbook saying uh, Matt's coming through real quiet. I'm
1: really quiet today. Yeah,
3: really quiet today.
1: Oh, weird. See, we were yeah. trying to work with some things uh, off the air, because you said that I was coming through a little quiet for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, so we've been kind of troubleshooting on, on the go here. But yeah. I haven't done anything different on my end.
3: You and sound John- a little bit better right now, just as you, I don't know if you picked up your mic a little bit.
1: Well, no, I, I, I turned one knob. I'm going to be honest. I've got a microphone that has four knobs on it, I don't know what any of them do. Like not even one. So I just I, I tend to fiddle with the knobs here and there. And I did fiddle with one knob in an attempt to peak something. So okay. I, I I don't know. It's also a battle of trying to make sure that the mic doesn't go way too high and like, yeah. you know. I'm, well, al- I think, I'm always battling my own excitement.
3: <laughs> I think you can afford to uh, to peak it a little bit. Uh, they're yeah. saying that I sound normal, but you sound like you're a bit miles away this morning. So
1: miles away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, as as this whole thing has been... Here, let me flip this one sec here. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna... I'm, I'm gonna keep turning this one knob, because this one knob seems <laughs> to be the thing that, at least in my headphones, it makes it sound like a touch louder. Right, okay. So, maybe every time we we crack the mics, I will just slightly turn that up until somebody tells me, you're good. Uh, That's, I think that's the best course of action here. Okay. I did want to uh, just point out that Carl's head is so large that he actually had to cut two Breathe Right strips (laughs) and actually put them together just to fit over his nose.
3: Yeah, it's a uh, a it's a work of art over here. <laughs> it's
2: a work of
1: art. <laughs> yeah,
3: trying to keep my passages clear so I can get through this broadcast. I, I will say, since you know we both tested positive Monday just after the show, and uh, yeah, I, today is the worst I've felt so far for me personally. It's it's yeah. not great.
1: It's the other, and I, I kind of feel the other way where I feel like my nose and throat are the first time that it's not normal normal, but yeah. it's. It's like the best that it's felt so far. Oh no maybe
3: game. you're uh maybe you're a day ahead of me. So yeah. <laughs> hopefully I can have that to look forward to tomorrow.
1: is gonna be real, real sweet for you.
3: Yeah. That's good.
1: Uh, all right. Well, here let's um, let's get our banger out of the way, and I'll uh, continue to fiddle with the knobs and and see how that see if that changes anything whatsoever. Yeah, man. We are we are going to get to our dink of the day. You you thought up another banger to kind of go with the week. We went down with the sickness yesterday. What did you, what do you think we should do today?
3: Oh, I thought we should go with some toxicity to uh, <laughs> further describe our current predicament.
1: I Like it. System of a Down starting the Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. troubleshooting carl
3: yeah troubleshooting your audio a little bit
1: yeah for for whatever reason my microphone today decided yeah you know what i want to be difficult and i've literally done nothing different yeah you're sitting in the same spot
3: (laughs) everything's in the same spot yeah holding it
1: the same and for whatever reason the microphone yeah just just wants to be difficult so we're trying a different setting in the hopes that this makes it sound like i'm not a thousand, because somebody, people were saying I sound like I was inside of a garbage can.
3: Or... <laughs> yeah, you're shouting through the window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just went in the studio so bad, so I make Jonathan turn his microphone on, and I stand yeah. outside like Wolf, yelling at uh, uh, at yard people. Whatever
3: you're doing right there, your volume picked up a little bit, so keep at it. Did it? Yeah. Okay. All right right well, now you sound can... a little a little louder. Right now, so keep going.
1: People can hit us in the text box and let us know. Let's get going here, John, with our dink of the day. And we're actually going to go to uh, Belfast.
3: Mm. And Let's to go. Talk
1: about a man on Monday night who was arrested. Uh, he attempted, uh, or he was, uh, he broke into someone's home and was uh, attempting to steal whatever it was he was wanting to steal. Uh, police were called, and he heard the police coming. So he had to make a decision. You've into someone's home. You know the police are coming. What do you do? Try to hide, you try to run, right?
3: Yeah, those are kind of your two choices.
1: And we've we've talked about stories like this of people trying to one one person tried to hide in someone's bed covers. Uh, we've had people hide in closets. We had people hide in the attic in the insulation. That's right. That
3: was in Welland, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this man decided, nope, I'm gonna stay right here, I'm not gonna run, I'm gonna hide. I'm gonna sit on the front porch, I'm gonna cover myself with a bed sheet. And there is no way that these guys will be able to find me. It is such a poor job, Carl.
3: You have a picture gonna, of
1: it? Yeah, I'm going to send you the picture right now. Mm-hmm. It is... it. Now, it does somewhat look like a chair. It's somewhat mm-hmm. looks like a chair covered in a bed sheet. I'm sending it over right now. Look in the... Uh,
3: I right got it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. The problem is there's no other furniture around it. Like, the chair is no. by itself. So it really does appear that you're just, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a man in, like, the worst ghost costume you have ever seen Honestly, sitting yes, in a chair. That's what it is. Is the bag next to him the stuff that he stole?
1: Uh, I, that's a great question. I, I'm not 100% sure. But, <laughs> like, if, if it was a regular everyday person you were trying to trick, Maybe. But the police are coming in and they're looking for you. I don't it, think they're just gonna keep walking by. Some yeah. Bad ghost costume.
3: Should we check under the sheet Nah, boys?
1: <laughs> Even you know, B. Let's just keep it rolling here. If yeah. He was promptly arrested. Uh, is uh, he was set to his bail's been set to thirty thousand. I don't know if. He did post that, but uh, he's got a court date upcoming and uh, facing potential years behind bars.
3: People do weird things in a panic, man. They do weird things eh? in a panic. Yeah, that's all it comes down to.
1: He's officially the worst hide-and-seek
3: player of all time, though. Yeah, would not cut mustard in hide-and-seek at all.
1: Uh, Don't have his name here, so we'll just say terrible ghost costume guy. You're our dink of the day.
4: I can hear Carl. I can't Hello. hear Matt. Did we lose Matt?
3: Did we lose Sober?
4: I think we lost Sober. I think he dropped out right as he's starting to do that intro. Oh no way. Oh no way. Yeah, he's disconnected from Clean Feed. We've we've <laughs> lost Matt.
3: Well, I can begin of what we were about to talk about and maybe Matt can join us halfway through if he if he yeah, comes if we, on up.
4: Yeah, if we get Matt back here, we'll get we'll let him weigh in here. But <laughs> it has something to do with beavers,
3: correct? Yeah, correct. So we're talking uh beaver tranquilizers and the NFL. And where that crossover is, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, a wide receiver, Arizona Cardinals, formerly Houston Texans, one of the best wide receivers in football, outside of you know my favorite team, one of my favorite players in football, uh, recently came through with a positive test for performance enhancing drugs. He's got a six-game suspension to start the beginning of next season. And one of the things that was rumored, it was three types of anabolic steroids that showed up in the positive test and a low-grade beaver tranquilizer. It's
4: <laughs> pretty intense stuff, I feel like. But at you, the same time, I've heard of people taking horse tranks, so isn't technically like a beaver trank almost, is, is that like kind of less than?
3: You would just think with DeAndre Hopkins' income over the nine seasons he's played in the NFL that he could afford high-grade beaver <laughs> tranquilizers, honestly. Um, unfortunately, I've, I've done some digging into the story here because we were about to talk about it. I'm gonna have to burst the bubble. The Beaver Tranks were not on the positive test. Oh! It was a reference to a 2004 joke from the movie Dodgeball. And okay. Beaver tranquilizers. The tweet went viral quickly. And you talk about how information passes around before it actually finally gets corrected. It looks like somebody made a joke and it just got picked up because it was right at the right at the peak of the story and beaver tranks were not in the mix that DeAndre Hopkins tested positive for.
4: That's, it's still ridiculous even to be like (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's and a, it's a possibility. Around. It's like, still floating around as, like, semi-fact. And, yes, it doesn't sound outlandish because of some of the things in the history of professional sport that sprinters, football players, I mean, anybody has tested positive for.
4: Right? Like, there's so many things that people will take to mask the stuff that they use. Yeah. And I just... I don't know. I never would have second guessed that beaver tranks.
3: I wasn't going to second guess it either. And I just did a very minimum amount of research here before we jumped on air with it and went, oh, look at that. It Maybe we can do something to dissuade the fact that Mr. Hopkins tested positive for low grade beaver tranquilizers. We, so we but you're, right have, about the, you're right about the masking agent. The yeah. masking agent is the thing that has a lot of the uh, the other pieces.
4: We might have Soper back here. So I'm going to try to bring Soper's mic up. Matt, sure. Matt, are you back? I see you connected, but I don't hear you. Okay. Now,
3: we're, we're going to work on that, I think. Well, maybe he's not there. Hopkins says he's uh, he's never tested positive for He's completely clean, but he's also accepting the six-game suspension at the start of next year. So take that for what you will. Uh, more of the Soper and Brown show coming up, hopefully, with Soper. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, the the Brown and John show as we as we sit right now. Matt Soper uh, attempting to reconnect. So myself and uh, and Jonathan here as we uh, troubleshoot a couple more issues. Again, Soper and I at home, uh, both with positive COVID tests this week, and uh, it's never easy. So <laughs> we'll sort it out hopefully here in the next little bit. I'm just loving in the text box right now that everybody thinks Matt's a ghost. Well, you know, the interesting thing is I saw a number of people say the Nirvana ghost is what kicked Soper off. You know what? For, for once, for once in our time, if, if, if you listen to us on a regular basis, you know there are certain songs that are in our system that for some reason about a girl from Nirvana will come on during the portion of it. Three Pistols from the Tragically Hip is one. Uh, Vaseline from Stone Temple Pilots is one. This is the one time where the Nirvana Ghost did its job.
4: It actually worked. And I always. The Nirvana <laughs> Ghost made sense to me because I was like, what, there, what other songs in our li- library by alphabetical order do we have that are A, B,
3: right? <laughs> yes. So that made yes, sense. Course, but then so. the
4: hip one, I still have not figured out the hip
3: one. No, I haven't figured that out either. But it actually sensed the silence and the dead air. And then that was the top of the emergency playlist that kicked on. And then once you and I uh, began talking, it looks like it uh, turned itself back off. So that is actually. The purpose of the Nirvana ghost. (laughs) That's the the proper course of action is. Uh, So again, Matt Sopra attempted to reconnect here. He's given the computer a restart and we'll uh, hopefully get him back in here. John, what do we got coming up?
4: Uh, Well, we got uh, commercials coming up actually, but also on the way. uh, Green Day and Volbeat
3: as well. All right. Why don't you go ahead and get through those, get a traffic in here, and then hopefully we'll have Matt back.
0: Southern Ontario's best rock and the Sober
1: and Brown show. Testing. Testing, Carl. Is this thing on?
3: Sound better than you did have before. Been,
1: have I returned Carl Brown? <laughs> I think I'm back.
3: The ghost of Matt Soper, no more. You've uh, oh. you've retaken your human form. You're back.
1: Oh my god, man. That was. I gotta I gotta tell you, that was one of the weirdest scenarios. So I I don't know exactly what happened, but for whatever reason, my microphone cut out, but I could hear everything that was going, like, I heard you guys talking about the beaver stuff, Mm -hmm. I heard you talking about the Nirvana ghost cutting me off and it actually doing its job, (laughs) but you guys couldn't hear me, it was like I was dead.
3: Yes. It was like I was
1: legitimately dead, and I was (laughs) screaming at you guys, and you were not reacting to me at all. I wasn't sure if I was being punked or not.
3: This is what someone in the text box said. It's like the sixth sense where we realized that Matt was a ghost this whole time. (laughs) Now, do you get that reference? Have you seen that film?
1: I do get the reference, and I have seen the film.
3: That's a yes from me. All right. John? No, I I haven't seen the sixth sense, but I mean I get it. Bruce yeah, Willis you,
4: is dead the whole time.
3: Yeah, I guess you get it now.
4: And I Shyamalan, what a <laughs> twist! <laughs> and, and does the mic does the microphone sound a little bit better?
3: Yeah, you actually sound better.
4: You
1: sound oh, like okay. you did yesterday. Oh, okay, good. They, this is what's I, I have no idea what's going on, and it's so funny. I so John, you you actually went to like. Uh, like a audio production school
4: Yeah, I went to I have a music, uh, music production background On top of my radio broadcasting stuff So I was like walking through you through Every single thing that I learned in school To get a microphone to connect it to a laptop And yeah, none of, of it was
1: working Face timing, we're everything we possibly can And somebody yeah. in the text box is like hey, Have you tried turning it off and turning it back on? And what yeah. did you do? I turned it off, turned it back on, and it
3: just
4: magically started
3: working. You shut down everything, (laughs) let it sit cool for two minutes, and turned it back on, and you (laughs) came back stronger than ever.
4: You don't even sound like you're in a trash can anymore. Yeah, like,
1: I, man, and I did (laughs) nothing different. (laughs) This laptop, it just, I use it for work. I shut it down when I was done, opened it up. Nothing, nothing different was done. But for whatever reason, the computer was like, yeah, we're good for the next little bit.
3: (laughs) So if you ever wonder why every engineer ever... Or troubleshooting uh, tech yeah. thing you call, and they go, Well, have you <laughs> tried turning it off and turning it back on? And you shake your head and roll your eyes because, of course, you have. This <laughs> is why they ask that. <laughs> this is why they do because sometimes, sometimes, and it may not make sense, it's dumb as hell, but sometimes it is the solution.
1: Yeah, I, I, I guess so, eh? Yeah, man. I guess that's, that's why it's a tried and true me- true method. Yeah, yeah,
3: unplug it, plug it back oh. in.
4: God. And if well, worse comes to worse, you just do the Joey Bricks and you spill coffee all over it.
1: Yeah, just pour coffee. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's on fire.
3: Plan D is when Matt shoves the Vox Pro computer off the desk.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I've I tried that. That, that seemed that to fixed fix it for, it for a couple of a weeks,
3: bit. actually, yeah.
1: I haven't thrown this laptop yet. I feel like throwing this laptop goes a little bit different.
3: Yeah, I think so, too.
1: They're a little bit more brittle. The ones in studio are those bulky. they got bulky. some
3: durability.
1: <laughs> they can yeah, take a bump. This, yeah. I don't I don't like my chances if I take this thing and and hock it into the uh, into the river. <laughs>
3: well, it's good. All right, well, you sound good. The text box confirms you sound good. you're back okay. and we can move forward.
1: yeah okay all right we we because we, we do have things planned and we, oh, yeah. yesterday because yesterday we kind of we didn't really have any hiccups yesterday.
3: no yesterday was incredibly smooth.
1: And we thought we had figured out any of the issues, and then, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. of course, of course, you really didn't. So, uh, okay, let's let's get back on track. We just heard some music from Green Day. We're gonna get to, uh, gonna get to. Vo- we got Volbeat coming up here, John. I think I see you.
4: Do you do indeed? Okay,
1: let's do Volbeat here with the Soper and Brown show. I think we're back.
0: <laughs> the
1: best. Of you. Uh, we are continuing to work through the issues, but we th- we think we got through the. Uh, oh all, yeah all the mud I think we're well we're, no, we're clear
3: we're clear yeah. baby we're running free you broke your last tackle you're headed for the end zone here
1: <laughs> beautiful yeah we can we can start doing uh start doing a regular show otherwise still so you you know as we we deal with the the covid uh, symptoms mm-hmm. you right now it's mostly your nose and throat like your sinuses
3: and your throat right yes yeah
1: you still have your taste and, and smell though
3: uh yeah I've had no issues with that at all.
1: Okay, because that's, to me, I don't know about you, that was my worst nightmare. I did not want to lose my taste. Well, it heard, was, you've heard the horror stories. Yeah,
3: that. it was kind of one of the indicators I was looking for, um, you know, when it, if I was ever going to, you know, take a test or make sure that I was, you know, feeling okay. It was if yeah. my taste or smell started to fade on me a little bit.
1: It's, and and the same. And everyone's been different. I, I know my, my sister-in-law had it recently. She lost her taste for like three-ish days. I know some people have lost their taste for like months at a time, which is horrifying, frankly. Yeah. And, and then there's others who just haven't lost anything. And I think it still could technically happen to you or I. But the one thing that has happened to me, and I, don't, I can't even begin to explain this. Maybe Carl Brown, the science guy, can explain it. Water tastes and smells like sulfur to me. No way. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but wa- I I, can't, I drinking water or re- washing my hands or anything stinks. It really smells like farts, dude. Is that just hot water, cold water? Anything, just mm. running water, running mm. water of any kind. And if I if I put it in a cup, I can let the cup sit for a second, and then the smell kind of goes away a little bit. Weird. But if it goes in a water bottle, it sticks to the water bottle. Is that right? Yeah, like huh. having having a shower torture. Really? I, yeah. No, I've experienced none of that. And I basically feel like I'm, I feel like I'm gonna puke the whole time because I feel like I'm washing uh, no. my body with farts.
3: Oh man, the uh, the the hot shower has been one of my few reliefs during the day here. That's uh, that's tough to hear.
1: Yeah, it's it is. <laughs> I, I basically jump in the shower and I try to have as quick of one as I possibly can because it's just the hot water and the, it's it's so bizarre, man.
3: Well, I hope that's not something that sticks around because uh, when you uh, put your pool up and fill it for a long weekend. It's gonna yeah. be a stinky one for you and you alone <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> it's gonna be a difficult one for so, sure
1: that but th- that that's it for me other than that you know i yeah. uh I, i'm doing pretty solid for the most part and and seeming to come out the other side of it the rest of the family is working their way through it yeah uh, as uh, i both kids uh tested positive so uh, the whole household eh? whole we we decided to just do the we're yeah. gonna live, and well, if they catch it, they catch it. Type once,
3: of I mean, once you and your wife both tested, I mean, what are you supposed to do with the kids, right?
1: There's, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we, we discussed. I, I actually kind of gave them. The like the I was like we can if you want mom and dad to mask, you know if you're afraid to get this or what do you want to do like you know kind of thing and he just said "Eh, eh, yeah let's just go through it yeah yeah everyone here in the house had the vaccines and we we felt like it was it was okay to go forward with it and so there you go that's that's the way we went all right we're gonna get to rapid fire questions in a few minutes I see a few of them coming in now but if you want to send anything towards Carlos uh, myself Hits Nation uh, Jonathan who who's with us for this week. Uh, anything that uh, you want to know uh, as we broadcast from the dungeons? Anything that you've had in your mind? We have the answers, I promise you. And we'll go rapid fire questions in about seven minutes' time. Matt
0: Soper, Carl Brown, me now. <laughs> Who is this? A huge ass. Is this
5: two
1: people on the line? Bro, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, nine seven seven nine seven seven. You can text the show anytime. As you can imagine, Carlos, its nation has questions. <laughs> they got but a few for us. yeah. As always, we have answers. Uh, something for myself, Carlos, or Jonathan, who's in studio with us here today. Let, let's start with this. This is interesting, because all three mm-hmm. of us have now dealt with COVID. Uh, John, you had it a few weeks back. Carl, you and I are in the middle of it right now. Yep. Marry, fornicate, kill COVID symptoms.
2: Ooh,
3: okay. So all do good. you
1: want me to give you I'm no, or...
3: Let me let me go first here. I've got yeah. this.
1: Yeah, okay.
3: I would I would kill the cough. Okay. That's been the most annoying thing so far. I would I guess then have to fornicate with the congestion. <laughs> I would marry the appetite suppression. I have Ooh. been I have gone through like fits and phases where I'll have like I'm kinda like a two meals a day guy right now. I'll have something to eat after the show's over. And then around like 6, 7 o'clock, I get hungry for a bite. But uh, I haven't been the hungriest dude in history, which is a slight change from my typical behavior, if you've ever met me. Good call. I feel,
4: like, I feel like I would have to be pretty similar. I'm definitely killing the cough, because I, I, I had like a full-on smoker's cough for like a week last week. That was rough. Um, I would, I guess, fornicate. Uh, I'll fornicate with the headache, because you know what? I... I Get headaches pretty regular, anyways, so I'm kind of used to it. Mm. And I will, I will marry the fatigue because I'm always tired. So what's the difference?
1: <laughs> I I have not had a cough yet. I've been lucky enough to to get away with that one. So I'm gonna kill the sulfur smelling fart showers. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get rid of those. Although Katerina Winchester, and somebody else said to put Vicks vapor uh, vapor rub okay uh, under under my nose so, Yeah. Um,
4: even on the inside of the tub I don't know if you've ever done that when you're sick if you have like a really hot steamy shower but then you put the vix vapor rub on the side of the tub Ooh, That's very nice okay it's okay.
1: a new so one. I'll kill I'll, I'll kill that uh I guess i'll I'll fornicate with the congestion yeah I'm kind of with you Carl yeah it, it, it is what it is I, but I've I've had it before. Get, I'm
3: sure I'll have it again someday.
1: Yeah, I get it. I get like the you know like the spring hay fever stuff, like with like the cut grass sure. and whatnot. I'm used to it, so I'll, I'll deal with that. I will, and, and I actually I just want to steal Carl's because <laughs> I'm gonna I want to marry the 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 appetite thing is it's been the same for me. I go, I've been in waves. Mm-hmm. One day yes. I didn't want to eat. The next day I swear I could have killed a giant pig and eaten the entire <laughs> thing in one <laughs> sitting. You
3: would have used every part.
1: Oh my god, man. Yeah. Last last night, I was saying to my wife, I I was craving as like a pregnant woman. I was craving ice cream like you wouldn't even imagine.
3: <laughs> I, I was the, ready
1: to order from Dairy Queen, Wendy's, Marble Slab, everything,
3: man. Anyone and everyone.
1: Yeah, honestly, I I was ready for it. I might after the show today, I mm-hmm. might order one of everything, honestly.
3: I like this one here besides your guys own show. What's your favorite podcast?
1: Okay, recommend a podcast?
3: Uh, outside, and obviously I don't listen to our show outside of you know the bit of uh, editing and inserting of commercial breaks and stuff. But, yeah, but hopefully, hopefully that's everyone else's favorite podcast. It's still the best. Yeah. That's right. Um, I listen to I like um, uh, Behind the Bastards. Chelsea and I listen to that one quite a bit. Although Robert Evans' laughter sometimes drives me a bit nuts. Um, from the wrestling world, obviously, I really like um, uh, Jeff Jarrett, Double J. Uh, he has a podcast called My World where he gets really into the detail stuff, like granular stuff about business acquisitions and ad rates and all that kind of stuff, which which tickles my fancy. And then a couple of local guys um, used to work for the Fight Network, John Pollock and Wei Tang. They run their own website called Post Wrestling, and I'm a Patreon subscriber there. So if you like your wrestling news and not a lot of rumor and conjecture, but just the stuff you need to keep up on, uh, John and Wei do a great job.
1: I'll say Stuff You Should Know is fun. I also Mm -hmm. enjoy interview podcasts. Uh, Armchair Expert's a good one. Smart List is a pretty good one. And uh, yeah, other than that, it, oh, you know what? I'll give a shout out to our Well Boy uh, Spit and We'll give a shout out over there. There as well. you
4: go. Yeah, that's not only bad. Not bad. Not bad. I would go with uh, for racing content. Uh, I find Dale Earnhardt Jr. to be a really good interviewer. Has uh, Dale Jr. downloads a great podcast, and uh, I really like uh, Damian, Damian Abraham's uh, turned out a punk.
3: Oh yeah, Abraham's is good actually. Yeah, yeah. he does some work with the post wrestling guys. Abraham's good guy. Yep.
1: Yeah. Kyle McDonald celebrating a birthday today Said uh, can I get a shout out in my truck listening Working for Beamsville Northland Transport So
4: Kyle hey happy yo, Kyle. birthday
1: buddy Fish sandwich give it to him John
4: Gotta give him a fish sandwich
5: Two Oregon fish sandwich
4: oh. <laughs> There you go Carl Brown yeah. would
1: you rather deal with the COVID symptoms For 30 days Or mm-hmm. do naked and afraid for 10 days
3: Ooh that's tough. My my survival in the wild, I think, is uh, is not going to be great. Most of my worst nightmares. I'm naked too, so <laughs> I guess I guess I'll take a month of this and still be indoors. I guess yeah. that's tough, though.
4: I know, John. Do you think you could survive uh, naked and afraid? I I think I could probably get by, but if we're comparing thirty days of COVID symptoms, like. My voice is still kind of rough, so if you want to call that a COVID symptom or a COVID, uh-huh. I don't know what, afterwards. I'm almost at 30 days, it feels like, at this point. So I think okay. I would take the 30 days of COVID, honestly, over 10 days naked and afraid. I, I just don't know if I can survive
3: in the woods for 10... I'm, I'm sure I could. <laughs> I've it, never tried. Is it just, like... If it's just me and they're not going to film it, like if it's, you know, just my own personal experience, maybe I'll get through it, but like I'd rather...
1: like the, what, the embarrassment of you not doing well would be worse, do you think? Yeah, just
3: like, I don't know, just like if they if I have to review the footage of like my like fat naked self struggling <laughs> to build a shelter, <laughs> like you and I have talked about the term horrendous crouch, and my yeah. lord, that would be, that'd be the name of my entire episode. I'll just wash the nude I men. I wouldn't want to see that. That would be the name of your podcast, by the way. I horrendous think. crouch.
1: Yeah. L- last one. I really like this question. What is the best small talk topic? It's weather. Is it weather?
3: It's weather. Okay. for y- For you, it's kids because you have them.
4: Yeah. Oh, and without a doubt.
3: For, yeah. for For me, yeah. It's 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 weather.
4: Weather's a can pretty easy one, honestly. Can I say
1: whatever is the uh, biggest like event that happened in the sense of when Will S- when the Will Smith uh, Oscar thing happened? Mm-hmm great small talk thing. So I want you to imagine your wife is taking you to a party, Carl. Yeah. You don't know anybody there. You spot, you know, another husband who also maybe looks like he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. You got to talk to him for five minutes.
3: I desperately. Yeah. I don't know if we start there. And you know, you know, the easiest thing for you and I, the easiest thing is when they ask what you do, you say, I work in radio. And then they have thirty questions, right? Mm. About about what it is we do and how it is we do it. How'd you get there? All that kind of stuff. So you and I have a built-in kind of conversation builder there. If I'm looking for a, for another like desperate husband at a party, there, I am hoping that person has played fantasy football in their life.
1: Yeah, <laughs> fantasy football is
3: the way to go. <laughs> and if all of bonding. a sudden they
1: talk about wrestling,
3: oh, oh man. baby, yeah, I'll be fine. You go ahead, enjoy your drinks, with your you. girls.
1: It's aggressively penis for Carl at that point. <laughs> 977-977. You can text the show. Cut my life into pieces. Sober and Brown show. 977 hits FM. Yeah, during rapid-fire questions, I did see something that came in, but I wanted to spend a little bit more time on it. And I know that you saw this yesterday, Carl, and I know it was... Unfortunate news within Camp Brown because you guys frequent it quite often. Local legend, that's entertainment in Saint Catharines announced yesterday that after thirty three years in business,
3: they're closing down. Yeah, man, that is uh it is super unfortunate to hear that yeah. news. I saw that yesterday. I was actually I was just uh having a chat with somebody from That's Entertainment yesterday about um, you know, a couple things uh, that we maybe had on the burner. So, that is um, that's really unfortunate. I mean, obviously, that business model has become um, pretty obsolete just about everywhere in the world, but they kept open by offering something a little bit different, not just the, you know, the rentals and the secondary sales of, you know, DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, but their incredible snack area and all the unique things oh, that they had in there. It was the, one of the... The snacks the, are elite there. <laughs> it elite. was one of the spots where um, anytime I've had visitors uh, come and see us here in, in St. Catharines, uh, you know we've been here for um, a little over two years now. That's one of the spots that's on the tour, if you will. Uh, you know whether it was uh, our friends Bryce and Cat the summer, or my buddy Tyson, or even my mom when she came through. Uh, you always make a stop at that's entertainment and fill up on snacks and just kind of have a peruse around the place, right? And so, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was I was saying to. I was saying to Chelsea last night as we were kind of, you know, reminiscing on this a little bit. I said, does this make us locals now? It's the first local business that's like shut down where I'm like, oh, man, I feel like a little heartbroken about it.
1: (laughs) It, it, The text here said they're selling everything. Could you guys buy the movie theater popcorn machine and hand out popcorn from time to time at the White House? The nostalgia needs to live on. Not a terrible idea. Uh, I've heard worse ideas, frankly, Carl.
3: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's honestly it's not a not a bad concept whether it's the popcorn machine or uh, something maybe uh, the contents of the back room there we should definitely try and acquire something from that's entertainment before uh, before everything closes up
1: or did they give a, a time or are they just gonna go until supplies last like did they say.
3: Uh, I don't. I don't think they have a ton of details on it right now. I know that right now everything's like ten percent off in store. Things will get discounted a little further as things go on. But yesterday was the announcement, so I'm sure within the next couple of weeks we'll have a better idea of exactly the the timeline and that kind of thing. But yeah, you know, definitely a, a, a local staple. Like you said, 33 years in business, right on uh, on Lake Street in St. Catharines, and um, yeah, it's it's a definitely a landmark for me. So I'm sad to see it go. What
1: I. Use it for more so not not necessarily the movies, but the video game rentals were still a great idea to me. Yes, movies movies you can get at, at your fingertips now. You know every movie just about is available for you on your couch. But the renting of video games, I thought that was still something that might keep them alive. But maybe there's not enough people were using it.
3: Yeah, I guess that's what it comes down to, right? So. It's um, it's tough. I'm gonna have to go in and uh, and buy out their supply of uh, of Tahiti treat. Oh and, yeah, uh, is,
1: they were your supplier of Tahiti yeah.
3: They're my know. they're my go to for an occasional Tahiti treat. Um <laughs> Chelsea said she's gonna go in and have to uh, have to clear out the Arizona iced tea selection. So oh, that's oh, uh, iced tea. Nice. Yeah, that's the that's the good stuff. That's uh, that was good. Yeah, we we either get the popcorn
1: machine or we get one of the That's Entertainment signs and we put it up in the studio. <laughs>
2: uh, like I, I think we get uh, we get
1: one, one of their signs yeah. and we put it up in the studio right in between our uh, topless portrait and mm-hmm. the giant sword.
3: I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah I think that's what we do. Yeah. So
1: That's Entertainment. Get in touch with us. We, we want one of your signs, please.
3: CHTZ
1: in Niagara and Hamilton. Soper and Brown Show, 977 Hits FM, talking about how That's Entertainment in St. Catharines closing down after 33 years in business. We don't know the official date yet. It looks like they're going to be selling off uh, things within the store. We already know there's some sales. Multiple people saying, we got to get the secret porn room at That's
3: Entertainment. (laughs) I mean, it's not that secret. It's just the room at the back. You know where it is. Yeah, I
1: guess.
3: (laughs) I've seen you coming out of there.
1: This is the perfect opportunity, actually, for can John in a bear suit buy porn from That's Entertainment? (laughs) I mean, they're not going to turn him down now, right? No,
3: of course not. John, make a reasonable offer in the bear suit and walk out of there with some gold, man. Some classics.
1: Yeah, it it might have been different, you know, had they were if they were staying in business. But come on, they're not going to turn down a bear now. What's what's the <laughs> point,
3: right? Money is money. That's true. That's true. Yeah. At this point, especially when you're trying to uh, you know liquidate some of that stock so, across all their social feeds. Yesterday was uh, was announced, and for for people who aren't familiar, the last. Um, uh, you know, the last bastion of video rental and snacks, as you remember it from the, you know, 80s, 90s and beyond uh, on Lake Street in St. Catharines there. So sad to see it go.
1: Every Saturday, my my mom would take me and my sister to the uh, the video store by our place and we'd get to pick. I'd, I would typically pick a video game, which mm-hmm. is why I think I haven't seen a lot of movies. <laughs> it's all coming together now. Uh, but my sister and I, she would they would let us pick, right? It was like we each got to pick something whether it be a movie whether it be a video game mm-hmm. they would pick one we'd each get to pick a snack like it was like every single saturday man if we missed it it was because maybe we were away for a baseball tournament or a yeah. football tournament or something it, that was life growing up for us i don't know about you it was a yeah. big part of my you know growing up experience
3: i mean this was in the you know in my pre internet access days the only way that i kept up with the goings on of the world of wrestling
2: yeah, yeah, I, I was, so, it was
3: It was magazines and video rentals. I mean, you know, I, I grew up in an age where, you know, even Monday Night Raw wasn't on a consistent time on TSN growing up until, uh, until a certain year, until around like 97 or so. So yeah. I was always searching for new stuff, new content from, you know, it could be, you know, WrestleManias of months past that I was catching up on because I just didn't have a chance to see them. I didn't have the access to pay-per-view as a really young kid and, you know, didn't have the uh, internet access until later on. So magazines and the video store is how I really kept up with a ton of my fandom. So it played a huge role.
1: It's funny because you, you could be talking about wrestling, but you also could be talking about porn.
3: Yeah. which <laughs> A little bit of both, Mag- just... <laughs> magazines and rentals. It's just the best I could do. I didn't have internet I access. I kept
1: up with my fandom. Were you the only person renting the wrestling uh, VHSs from from your local store?
3: Yeah, funny story. So there was, um, uh, we had like a local, like a smaller uh, video store called, uh, I think it's just called uh, Willowbrook Video in in the town that I grew up in. Okay, Okay. And a, a blockbuster was moving in. So Willowbrook Video, like in the same complex, Willowbrook Video was closing down. They called the house and said, look, we're shutting down. We're liquidating our stock. Would you like to bring your son down to peruse the wrestling videos before we let <laughs> anybody else in? Because I had rented so many of them so many times. So as these places as these places closed down, that is how I acquired a ton of my VHS collection. Some Incredible. of which I still have. So yeah, I was uh, I was definitely the only one. <laughs> mine was I think
1: it, if memory serves me correct, mine was called Phase Two. I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. And they had the my favorite part about it was they had a gumball machine. One of those giant old gumball machines. Yeah. And it was the, like, the huge gumballs.
3: The, course, the red,
1: yeah. the white, all that. There was black ones in there.
3: And if you and got if you that, got it was like, one. it was a free rental or something That's like that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you got a black one, you get a free rental. So we would try every time. And I want to say we maybe once got the black, but I'm <laughs> telling you, you think I'm excited watching football? Oh, yeah.
3: Drop oh, a quarter a right in year there. Nine-year-old
1: soaper getting a black gumball? Dude, it was like winning the lottery.
3: Yeah, No kidding.
1: I was fist pumping so hard in that phase two video store. It was a beautiful time, man. All right, well, shout out to That's Entertainment. Yeah, it looks like we'll have a little bit of time left to check it out. But uh, get in there if you you do want to get uh, some kind of, some kind of memorabilia from them or any of those snacks before they're gone. Okay, we're going to take a break. We do have to get to a Thursday edition of The Machine. Uh, it was jam packed in there, a uh, bunch of weirdness. Actually, there was one message about that's entertainment. They were asking what Carl Brown may want to buy from there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like we have established, though, maybe the popcorn machine is, is, <laughs> is the way we're going to go.
3: Yeah, that or uh, that is some neon lighting. That's for sure.
1: Uh, all right, uh, well, Thursday edition of the machine coming up in about ten minutes.
3: The Silver and Brown Show. I may be fat, bald, oh, and of flawless. <laughs>
1: Six eight two nine seven nine
4: seven. Just a little word of advice: don't have your my, your mouse over two buttons at the same time. Yeah, you
1: hit the wrong <laughs> button
4: there. All right, you guys want to roll the machine?
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, uh, machine time. You call it machine, whatever you want. This one. So we early. If if you were tuned in, if you were before six or today. You'll uh, you'll know that my computer, for whatever reason, stopped working, and I had to restart it. The problem is that when I restarted it, it I lost the machine that I was working on.
3: Oh no! You lost your and edit I, progress.
1: I lost the full edit. Ugh. So over top of um, creep and the Foo Fighters, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to retry to edit the machine really quickly. Oh, oh baby! So I know that there was a few. F bombs in the in, in oh. today. i'm so you're... pretty sure I got them all. Okay. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. But we're gonna fly by the seat of our pants here. I will tell you the first message we got is actually a new listener, Carl, and she gives us a story of exactly how this happened. Jonathan And I just wanted
5: to leave you a message saying that well, John, I am you, a convert. If you're it. Can
4: you pause uh, it for a few us? months ago
5: no, no, after taking my
4: yeah, it's
1: playing. Uh, Carl, could you hear that?
3: I could, yes. I, oh, I heard the beeps so and then it, go it's ahead. just me, huh? I guess so. <laughs> oh, this is a disaster. Yet again.
1: <laughs> All right, well, play the message and then, Carl, you have to talk when it's over then. That's you got it, buddy. I we're going to have to. And, John, you fiddle with it and try and get it for me. My husband's car
5: out uh, for my periodic Tim runs. I kept hearing these strange conversations on the set radio station he had on in the car, mostly involving farts. I have to admit that after a few trips to Tim's, listening to these weird conversations, I started to find myself sitting in the car, waiting until the conversation was over, until I actually went back into the house. So now I'm hooked. I work from home. You guys are on the background, on the radio, from sun up until you're gone. And I love you. I love you both. And right now, with COVID, I'm sorry to hear you guys are sick, but I do love the late-night Venus flytrap sound you've got going on right now. So be well, and thanks for the laughs. You're awesome.
1: Bye.
3: Wow. What Here, a what we a got new
1: her right at the end there, when she started praising us. So that
3: yeah. felt really good. What a uh, what a new convert. We uh, we certainly love you too. And the Venus flytrap reference. Wow, that's a that's a deep bull. So <laughs> that's uh, that's some incredible stuff. I'm glad uh, I'm glad i glad the uh, you know the farts didn't uh, didn't didn't push her off too much in that. You know, uh, I would say uh, we were willing Venus- to. I you, would say it's
1: more penis-heavy than fart-heavy, personally.
3: Lately, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, just in general. <laughs> I, would, I think if you went through, and and now that you can listen mm-hmm. to every one of our podcasts,
3: well, that's right. if you went
1: through and counted the times we talked about farts and the times we talked about penises, I think penises wins out.
3: <laughs> just never changes, eh? Aggressively, <laughs> penis. <laughs> you, you grow up, but you never really grow up.
1: Yeah. I think okay, Jonathan, that's gonna be your new task. I'm gonna to have to go through I need you to listen to every single episode we've ever done and do a fart and penis count, please and thank you.
4: already on it. I'm already on it. <laughs> it's about a it's okay. a 6040 vote, but I'm not gonna give away the results. Fair enough. Ma- we got another macho
1: man who I th- and Carl, I think mm-hmm. this is either a a new macho man. okay or it might be Joey. I'm not 100 sure. my speaker's weird here at the house but all right uh, give it a listen.
0: Oh yeah, my
6: two man Randy Savage. Here's gonna tune into something that was said this morning. Oh yeah, you guys are talking about Jimmy Kimmel, that no talent bum. Oh yeah, that guy ain't got a funny
0: bone in his body. Let me tell you, because he's got about twelve people writing stuff for him. Oh, yeah, <laughs> my two man don't need anybody writing this material. No sir.
3: You it know, it sounded like Joey a little bit. It did bit, sound yeah. like Joey, and in terms of machine machos, that's what's one of our one of our betters. I will say this: uh, have, you seen, have you seen Joey doing his like video series, like the Macho Man weather predictions?
1: Yes, yes.
3: I'm 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 seeding the impression to Joseph bricks Really, he can have it. <laughs> if he's gonna wow. take it, if he's gonna take it and run with it, Joey, it's yours. I will, I will gracefully retire my macho in dedication wow. to Joey Bricks. Wow! Hey, oh I mean, yeah! Saying, right? Yeah, it is the Instagram stories with the little weather thing, and he's got the bandana on, the sunnies. Oh, that's good stuff. If you're gonna do a little content run like that, Joe, it's yours. Wow,
1: that's big news. That's breaking news here on the show. Backwards man wanted to give it a call. Let's hear him. Let's hear him do his backwards thing first. <laughs>
3: It sounded French, didn't it? It did, yeah. It sounded like the, uh, you know, I've, I've showed you before the um, the French overdubs on King of the Hill. Yeah. It sounded a little bit like French Boomhauer.
1: <laughs> so I did reverse it. Personally, I don't know what he said, but I always kind of struggle I'll, with this. I'll focus on You up have here. the better headphones, yeah. so listen intently. I reversed it. Let's see.
3: I can't help you on that one. <laughs> I can't. I, I got nothing for you on that one.
1: Okay, thank. I was wondering if I just completely missed it. John, do you no. have anything?
3: So,
4: all I can tell was something is fine. I, I picked up the word "fine" in there. I think I, I heard the word "fine" as well.
3: I thought I heard "fine." I thought I heard "works." Um, that's about it.
4: So I, I, I don't know. To me, the backwards replay sounds like me, circa first year university on a Friday night about one a.m. So, <laughs> I, I, you would think I'd be able to translate it better, but I'm too far removed from that. Swinging to miss there, backwards man. Guy wanted to give us a call, about
1: our beer quick.
0: Hey, lad. We all know how the who uh, yeah overcame the double oh, yeah. banger uh-huh. but have you guys ever considered maybe suggesting a Belgian double and call it a double banger huh
1: <laughs> what, what is a Belgian double I'm not even 100 percent sure
3: uh, it's it's a it's a brewing technique if you've ever had uh, like a uh, like a, the lafin Dumont from the uh, liquor okay. store that that's that's, a, that, yeah. that's a Belgian triple so it increases the the alcohol volume uh okay. so when you get into the doubles they're usually around like seven percent and some of the triples can be as high as nine or more so it's uh it's a technique there they do it it's something i'm a fan of but uh, i don't think it's the most universally loved uh, beer flavor yeah. put it that way
1: couple more here somebody wanted to drop down a theory carl let me know what you think about this hey
6: so i got a theory
0: for you guys uh i've been thinking about this a lot recently so the ancient Egyptians, they, they worship cats, and they're also really into the uh, the afterlife. Mm-hmm. What, do, uh, what do cats like to do? They like to moan outside of your bedroom door in the middle of the night. They like to push things off of tables. They really struggle with doorknobs. What do ghosts like to do? They like to push random things off of tables, moan outside of your bedroom door in the middle of the night. All ghosts are cats.
1: Fight me. <laughs>
3: All Light ghosts it? all ghosts are cats and all cats are ghosts. Is that what Apparently. you say? Apparently. What do you think? <clears throat> all cats go to Oh, that's that is that is something. Maybe there's a connection there. I mean, the Egyptians had some stuff figured out. I'm going fight it. Yeah, you gonna fight that one, John? Uh,
4: you know what? As someone with three cats, they're aliens. They're not ghosts. They are yeah. aliens. Uh-huh. They're from another planet.
3: Most most I, of mine I, were assholes.
4: Yeah, I, I'm lucky. We have some pretty great cats at our house, but uh, our new guy, Bowie, he's a kitten still, and he, I'm convinced, was sent here on a spaceship. He is uh, the weirdest animal I have ever encountered. How
1: many animals do you need in your home,
3: Jonathan?
4: Uh, as many as I can save, but no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, look at that. Look at you. Well, one day, heart. the farm
4: the farm will be big one day. <laughs> oh,
3: you think We're your gonna... cat's been sent to you from out of space? Uh, apparently, we might be sending something back the other way. We'll get to that story in a little bit.
1: We're gonna finish with a message from our buddy the chef in Buffalo at Sheffalo. Oh yeah.
0: Hey Soper, what's up?
1: Hey, what's going Arnold on?
0: Carl Freaking Brown. How morning. you doing? Good. It's Sheffalo again. Yeah, I love you guys. I found you at the bus stop waiting for my kids in the morning. It's great.
2: <laughs> anyway, Man. look,
0: I was doing some dollar store shopping. I found that whatever hideous concoction you guys are talking about, that Mountain Dew, flaming hot, Cheeto, touch of citrus stuff. Whatever in the back of my truck. We make it over stateside and come eat at my restaurant, oh. which is delicious, by the way. Best seafood okay. you'll find around. All right. Me and my staff will give you a great,
6: oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe
0: not the best, but
1: I'll say best stateside. So,
3: all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> An open <laughs> invite for our buddy Sheffalo.
1: Yeah, and we can drink Mountain Dew out of the back of his trunk.
3: Decent. <laughs> That's right, decent.
1: All right. Thanks for that, Shuffalo. 905-682-9797. You give the machine a call anytime.
0: Matt Soper. Carl Brown. The Soper and Brown Show.
1: We did get a note, Carl, from Backwards Man. He texted into the machine. Okay. And apparently he said, so he was talking about Dave Chappelle and the guy who tackled him. Okay. And if you saw the video yesterday, the guy's arm jacked up. Dave yes. Chappelle's security team took care of his arm. Apparently, and John, I'm going to get you to play the audio in a second. Apparently, Backwards Man said, The Chappelle tackler's arm is fine, totally fine to me. <laughs> okay. Can you play it again, John?
2: That's
6: mm-hmm
3: works fine. It works. Oh, boy. Totally fine. Do me. Okay. I hear it now. Yeah, I'm there I now. absolutely hear it. 100%. I, I needed some guidance on that, but yes, I hear it now.
4: And it makes sense it, that we and, thought it was French, right? Chappelle, that's a pretty French name. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's a good point. It,
1: and it, obviously he's making the joke because he's backwards, man. But it... Yeah, okay. That may, Now I hear it, but mm-hmm. had he not... If, if you had said, if he didn't write that in, so I'll give you a million dollars if you can decipher that, there's no way I would have ever got there.
3: I don't think I would have got to it. I They said, define came through, but yeah, beyond that, I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> Another text here said, my grandfather's from Glasgow and couldn't understand a word he said.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that that makes way more sense. Backwards guy, appreciate you chiming in there. John, during the machine there... Carl and I both heard some kind of sound, and we assumed that uh, you screwed up in some way, shape, or
3: form. <laughs> I just thought you'd knock something off the counter in your place there.
4: So yeah. that's kind of what I thought too. And then I looked around and I was like, I haven't moved. And then I turned around and just took a little lap of the studio, and the broom that's in here, usually right by uh, Connor's or uh, Carl's net, yeah, uh, it, it uh, just fell over on its, it's- own.
3: A broom that kind of sits behind the blue bin. You've probably seen it during one of my tinfoil tosses. It just kind of stays there. Yeah, I didn't really used it much, but it because it's leaned into the corner. Yeah, and it fell over.
4: Yep, just on its own completely. I haven't touched it since I've been in here, and I've been in here for you know three hours at this point, and well, uh, oh, no longer than that, and yeah, just decided to fall over mid-break, mm. and even weirder about 10 minutes before that I saw something out of the corner of my eye and it looked like somebody walking by me kind of past the microphone. I didn't oh. think anything of it but maybe Nirvana Ghost has heard all the ghost talk and, and wants to be a part of things. you think White House, House Ghost is angry and thro- and through the broom I, I think so.
3: <laughs> is it upset by our absence?
4: <laughs> i maybe but I'm also hoping it's nothing that I did.
3: Yeah, I don't Very know. Very interesting.
4: Carl, we've only had one
1: situation where mm-hmm. the chair moved on us.
3: Yeah, we had the uh the the third chair in studio if you will. Uh it kind of jumped. And they're, they're yeah. office chairs that are on those hydraulic things, so it's not completely unexplainable that it may have you know, just lifted or something shifted mm-hmm. very slightly in the chair. It was still weird because, again, no one had touched it all that morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, very few, you know, unexplainable moments for you and I. Uh, you spent more time in the building than I have, Matt, but uh, I've been back in there since October, stands this week. So uh, it's... It's definitely odd, though. We've heard we uh, we've heard we've heard com- many stories. We have heard compelling tales from many people. Whether it's you know in the promo department, Lisa in programming. Uh, I talked to uh, Bonnie Heslop not long ago from Six Ten, who asked uh, she's doing some return to the work uh, return to the office stuff and asked what time we get in because she did not want to be the first person in the building. <laughs> so there's a number of people who've had enough experiences that they do not want to be solo in there. So. And- uh, you know, take take it for what you will, John. Um, you know, put the broom back up, and if it falls again, maybe someone's trying to tell you something.
4: I'm used to you it from are... promo, honestly. It's more, I've always experienced it later at night. So far, the morning shifts, though, this is the first kind of experience I've had with the morning shift. And you
1: are certain, certain that it wasn't, like, you know, leaning in a way that it
4: could have just shifted? Like No, no. And why would it do it four hours into the into the day?
1: Yeah, was it just slowly move? Like, no, I guess it's, it's a, there's a fabric there, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's on the carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it wouldn't slide out. That is weird. Mm. I'm not, I'm not comfortable. The White
1: House ghost is pissed that he can't gamble on Carl's tinfoil tosses. (laughs) That's
3: (laughs) right. He's letting me know. He's letting me know my streak's over by dropping the broom.
1: (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, just, uh, don't don't say anything weird. Don't do anything. I don't know. I don't know what weird things you've done so far, Jonathan. But whatever it is, you got to stop. Okay.
4: <laughs> I will try my best to right. not move from my little comfy here.
1: Moms of the Machine, Charm Diamond Center. We've got another gift card. We're going to give that away in about ten minutes or so with the Soper and Brown Show. Soper and Brown Show. It's ninety-seven seven hits FM. And before we get into this uh, text message here from a fan, said. I think the broomstick falling over is just mm-hmm. hinting at an Oilers sweep.
3: The Edmonton Oilers sweep?
1: Yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't want you lost game
3: turf. You lost game one.
1: Yeah, I don't think you know what a sweep, how a sweep works.
3: <laughs> if you win four in a row, even in the middle of a series, it's still a sweep. It's a sweep, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we do refer to uh, the five-game series victory as the gentleman's sweep. You let a oh. team win a game so they can hang their hat on that. You don't get uh, busted out for buzz. So okay. that's what we we do refer to a five game series victory as a gentleman's sweep. So maybe that okay, that's what he's referring not to. Bad. Yes,
1: we did have an uh, and, and hey, look, that Oilers fan is excited. I Good. get it, should be. Um, but we did have an Oilers fan say after game one, "Don't worry, Mike Smith will bounce back and have a hell of a game." How about that?
3: <laughs> he sure did. He looked a little shaky off the hop there. Yeah. I saw a couple of pucks get right behind him as I watched yeah. the uh, first period of that game. But he held the fort, and yeah. boy oh boy, there come the offense. Yeah.
1: So. All right, let's get to Moms of the Machine. Again, a huge shout-out to anyone who sent in a message Mother's Day this coming Sunday at yes. Charm Diamond Center. They want to give away a bunch of gift cards, Carl.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're giving away uh, five $100 gift cards uh, this week for uh, for Charm Diamond uh, to help us celebrate Mother's Day. We've been asking Moms of His Nation all this week to call into the machine and leave us messages about your kids, about your husbands, about your pets, about anything at all. Let it be a space for you to vent and get something off your chest, and if we like your message the best, you can win a $100 gift card from our friends at Charm Diamond. I should mention, uh, yesterday's call, uh, we had a great one yesterday. I have not heard from our winner yesterday. Oh, okay. What, was the, uh, what, were, what were we on about yesterday with the call? Sure.
1: She was talking... It was the pee. Uh, her kid got up on the counter and peed all over the dishes uh, and the fruit.
3: yes, 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 yes. The counter pisser, yeah. yeah. If you were the one... If you're a mom and you left that message about uh, about your potty-training child who peed all over your counter, feel free to hit the text box, 977 or you can email me directly, brown at hitsfm.com.
1: We got a charm Diamond Center gift card for you. Today, we've chosen Courtney, who wanted to give a story about her child who was just starting school and something that he did that got the teacher and the parents laughing. John, let's hear the audio.
6: It was the first week of school as a JK and I went to go pick him up after school and he comes running outside and goes, Mom, I gave my guy a penis, a really big penis. <laughs> and I just thought, oh dear God, what the hell? So then, like okay honey what are you talking about (laughs) the teacher comes over then she goes it was the funniest thing I've ever heard a kid say I was just dying of laughter she told me that they gave all the kids cut out body parts and put the feet and the legs and the torso and all the body parts together but then my son the brilliant boy that he is he goes well my guy doesn't have a penis I'm a boy I need to put a penis on him. So he drew in a big oval penis on this paper cut out of a person. And he was so proud of it. So the next week they brought it home. He goes, look, see, Mom, I told you he has a big penis. I thought, oh, Jesus, God
1: help me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that is uh, that is awesome.
1: <laughs> Kid might be hanging out with my son after uh, what happened.
3: Yeah, that's this right.
1: Year last year.
3: We had some of his uh some of his homework reviewed as we felt as though or his teacher felt as though he may have been uh, uh, drawing some penises on there. Not quite with the detail uh, detail of uh, Jonah Hill and super but some <laughs> you know, some crude uh, some crude you know, uh, drawings and shapes, but apparently it was not about that at all. It was, uh, what was it? Uh,
1: it was an Among Us character. Among so Us, yeah.
3: So I was about to say but Last of Us. That's a whole different this, game. Among Us. This
1: kid, ra- <laughs> this kid right here, much more upfront about it.
3: Yeah, and anatomically correct.
1: I get it. I mean, hey, he he thought this is a boy. He doesn't have one. I gotta give him one.
3: <laughs> I
1: don't I, Look. I, I don't blame the kid. The me, picture to blame
3: the kid. The picture is not complete. He had to finish it.
1: Also, uh, for Courtney, <laughs> I'd love if you could follow up with a picture of it. I would love to see the artwork of the kid. I think that'd be really funny.
3: Yeah, uh, so we would love to m. see com. a photo.
1: Brown at com. But yeah, for me, boys, that was the one today.
3: That's great, Courtney. Congratulations. A $100 gift card courtesy of Charm Diamond Center. And uh, shoot us a note either through the text box, 977 or again, Soper at HitsFM.com or Brown at HitsFM.com.
1: And if you have a message that you want to get in, you got a story, a rant, anything at all, 905-682-9797. One more gift card to give away. Charm Diamond Center. Make sure you get them in. CHTZ. It's- Soper and Brown Show at 97.7 Hits FM. Shout out again to Courtney. She's going to go home with a $100 gift card for Charm Diamond Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, as her kid is a bit of an artiste. <laughs>
3: an there anatomically there correct artist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's a great story. So we got one more gift card to give away. Make sure. You, if you have a story, you have a rant, uh, anything at all. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We're leaving it completely open to moms and, and your interpretation. Call the machine 905-682-9797 and we'll have that final story and final winner tomorrow as we get set for Mother's Day on Sunday. Uh, text message here said, I wish the hits ghost would delete kiss from the library. This person oh. doesn't like Lick It Up.
3: Oh my goodness. Come on. I mean, we could mix in some other stuff, but I do like to keep Lick It Up around.
1: <laughs> Look, that's a certified banger. That's all I'm trying to say. <clears> that's
3: <throat> part of the Soper and Brown playlist. It's got to stay in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yesterday we were very briefly talking about the Niagara uh, Comic Con, which is coming up in June, right?
3: Yeah, I believe it's uh, June third through fifth.
1: Okay, uh, so just around the corner, and a few guests, one of which you're very excited for: big, yep. sexy Kevin Nash. That's uh, right. Diesel, uh, old wrestler.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
1: is he's in the Hall of Fame? I believe. Oh
3: right? yeah, I believe he's in twice. Yeah. Oh okay. He went in as so- uh, as Diesel, and then as the uh, he went in with the NWO as well.
1: He's, he, he's one of your favorites, not only in the ring, but out of the
3: ring, right? He's one of my favorite people, I think, in yeah. the wrestling business of all time. Yeah, absolutely.
1: He's a big wine guy, too, so I'm kind of hoping we can get some time with him. And He little is, little yeah. Maybe. Uh,
3: amongst the, uh, amongst the, the wrestling characters, uh, Kevin Nash is going to be there. Mick Foley is going to be there. Uh, JBL, Justin bradshaw Afield will be there. Or sorry, John bradshaw I should say. And uh, Santino Morella, all listed under the wrestling category. So that's, that's pretty solid. The
1: big one for us, though,
3: yeah. William Shatner is going to be at the Comic Con. Oh, yes, he is, and yeah. uh, I've been oh, in I'm discussions uh, with with Chris, the oh, organizer yeah. there, oh, uh, regarding, goodness, um, you know, interview requests and what we have. Uh, I can tell you what I've heard back from so far, and we yeah. do have a note from Chris saying that Kevin Nash is willing to speak with us. Okay. <laughs> so two weeks time, I pitched, him, I pitched him a couple spots, and he said, those are too early. So you and I might have to make a trip back into the studio in the afternoon to uh, to record a conversation <laughs> with Big Sexy. He's not, he's not doing it early. I, I was early. like, anytime between like 10 and noon on any weekday, and he was like, yeah, you're not feeling that. So <laughs> 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 hey, I'd appreciate him be honest and find a time that works for him than just yeah. not answer the phone when we call. So um, we're working on something there. The Shatner thing, I sent a request, and what I've heard back is this, that it's not impossible.
1: (laughs) If we can get a conversation with William Shatner.
3: I said to Chris, we'll play space trucking in full if he gets back to us. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I, I'd even I'd even let William Shatner choose the song of his that we bought. We'll spin any one of your songs in full. In full. You just have to have a conversation with us. That's it. And you, you have to let us play the Shatner in Space audio, and you have to not be weird
3: about it. You have to let us explain what a big part of the show you've become, unknowingly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to hate us, honestly. Probably.
3: Or not get it at all and yeah. just move on quickly. Uh, I think it'll be so. a very cold conversation, which is great. He,
1: Either way, it's not Im- it's
3: not a no. What I've heard is it's not impossible. So <laughs> you're telling me there's a chance.
1: The dream is still alive.
3: It is alive.
1: All right. We'll take a break. More of it, The Soper and Brown Show, after this.
0: Matt Soper, Carl Brown, The Soper and Brown Show. Come on and
1: fight. Soper and Brown Show at 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, we were just talking about hopefully getting <laughs> William Shatner on the show. That's, that's not, it, it's, it's not a no. It's not, it's impossible. not a no. We're going to have to wait and see, but that's the dream. The dream's still alive. And obviously Shatner in space, we play that audio all the time. And he went up on the big blue penis rocket. And that's one of the main <laughs> things we want to talk about. Of course. But did, did you see the story that apparently NASA is going to be sending nudes to space in the hopes to attract aliens
3: so this is interesting a few months ago you and I <clears throat> excuse me here discussed um, NASA updating the uh, I guess the audio sequence that has been beaming out to the yeah. know, outer reaches of the universe right they, they updated the audio form that's been running since I think since the late 70s so this is the latest I believe uh, in that in that project they think the best way of attracting the attention of intelligent life is by sending nudes into deep space. <laughs> like, now now to be clear, these aren't like they're not sending, you know, like the you know, playgirl countdown from nineteen ninety five. they're launching um Rather than actual photographs, they're pixelated drawings of a naked man and woman a woman, with a DNA model by the side. There's also a message containing a description of gravity going along with them. Okay. Uh, the drawings are depicted as friendly with the man and woman uh, depicted as waving uh, to attract intelligent species. <laughs>
1: okay, hold uh, on. Yeah. So they're having na- a naked man and woman yes. waving yeah. in, in hopes to be like, hey, look, we are friendly but also naked?
3: Yeah, and with a and also with a depiction of gravity.
1: <laughs> do, do we do they think that for whatever reason if we show them our genitalia like that's going to intrigue them or that's going to make I, it look less threatening like is I don't that the know. idea?
3: Does it give them a better grasp of what the human form may look like or what dwells on this planet, right?
1: I don't know if the nakedness is what's going to make aliens be like I got to visit. Oh, but the, I think the fact I guess I the if, if, Go ahead. I think it's just aliens will just go, oh, there's life over there. Mm-hmm where now, we now want to go. I don't think they're going to look at the pictures and go, look at that hog, I got to yeah.
3: go. Well, I don't think it's really about that, either. I think you have to show a human in their natural form. You can't send a picture of John wearing cargo shorts out there. They're going to wonder what the hell's going on. You don't want to have to send an explaining message breaking down what a T-shirt is. So you send the natural form with a breakdown of gravity in our atmosphere and hope that reaches something. Now Someone? are
1: we just assuming that aliens don't also wear clothes?
3: That's a pretty big assumption. Right. We're just we're we're showing you gotta start somewhere. To <laughs> right? Me,
1: we are assuming aliens don't wear clothes because let's say, devil's advocate, they do, and all of a sudden they get this picture and they go, What the hell are these guys naked for? <laughs> Put some clothes on.
3: <laughs> they have the incoming message, oh, it's just another nudist colony. <laughs> throw it, I'll just watch throw it the, the spam new folder.
1: <laughs> I just think we're making a big assumption uh-huh. that us showing them that we're nude and that's going to be less threatening. I don't know. I think I think we're making assumptions here. I really do. <laughs> uh,
3: it all comes as part of a project called the Beacon in the Galaxy, which is attempting to communicate with intelligent life in the universe. It's all being sent in the form of binary code. And uh, yes, yeah, the first time, or sorry, I should say, it is not the first time that naked depictions of humans have been used to try and communicate in this way.
1: And has uh, it worked?
3: No. Uh, so in 19- then, why
1: are we try naked again? Shouldn't we go to the clothes? The
3: 1972 Pioneer 10 and 73 Pioneer 11 missions both featured drawings of naked humans attached to the antennas of the aircraft.
1: <laughs> Man, humans stay horny, huh? <laughs> I just humans remain horny.
4: I feel like aren't we just kind of sending them up like an instruction manual to make you know the like abduction and exploration of our bodies easier? That's all right. I can think about. You're giving them our DNA and nude. Like, <laughs> this is what you're gonna find.
3: DNA signature, gravity, and <laughs> a little arrow point where all the holes are.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Like,
3: insert here.
1: Also, what? How about we just you know focus on the things that are happening within this planet? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, we got a couple of things we could solve here.
1: Yeah, like, how about we do that before we're like, all right, we got anything? We do you want to send nudes into space? Like, yeah. we don't have anything else going on, right? This <laughs> That's
3: is, fine bomb them out so, there.
1: <laughs> I like the text says NASA sliding into the DMs. <laughs> we truly are. 977 oh, You can text the show. It's three days grace now. text message came in and said NASA's basically sending an unwanted dick
3: pic out into the world <laughs>
2: or in the universe.
3: It's you know, true. there's actually a really smart text in here It says, how do you know, or how do we know that waving isn't an aggressive gesture to whoever receives said message? Great point. Right? You have this no is idea. This kind of
1: what I'm getting at. With is like we're just, and somebody's trying to come at me here saying, Imagine thinking that science is assuming something. Did you not pay attention to science, Matt? When it comes to alien life forms, we're assuming everything. We don't know a thing. There's not a thing that we know about alien life.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, yeah, very little.
1: Like when it comes to science, obviously, yes, it's, it is about getting the facts. But this, there are no facts. We don't know anything.
3: (laughs) I think think what he's, I think what he's saying is, you know, you, you have to begin. In, in every you know scientific problem, you begin with an assumption, and your it's it, it's your attempt to prove it, right? But so, sure. but, but and and this is maybe a riskier assumption than than some. I think that's what you're weighing in.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's just that we are completely guessing that being naked will be non-threatening, that waving will be <laughs> non-threatening. I just. Yeah. I just, the, I just the, think. The, I,
3: I I see the point of the the naked thing because I think sending the most natural human form you can imagine is the way to do it rather than having to, like, you know, you said we're assuming that they're also naked. I mean, I just don't think you want to have to explain what a T-shirt is in the, you know, whatever limited uh, data that's being sent out in binary code to the, you know, deepest parts of the universe. I
1: I don't know why, but I don't think the T-shirt is what's going to throw them off. It might be. I, what, if, I, what
3: if what if they find T-shirts aggressive?
1: I have. What if they find penises aggressive?
3: What if they're wearing a honk if your horny shirt?
1: <laughs> now I'm now I want to go to the party. Uh, by the way, Wolf did Wolf texted in and mm. said uh, you can hang my picture off one of those antennas. Uh, haven't been with an alien yet.
3: Now that would be threatening. Yeah, yeah. Don't, that, do, that,
1: we're not Wolf. We're not sending your picture. <laughs> that Yours would be a, absolutely. That
3: would be a threatening image. Almost yeah. Wolf's birthday on Saturday.
1: Yeah, that's true, yeah.
3: The Great Wolf oh, turns 69 God. on Saturday. It's coming up. We'll
1: talk, we'll talk more, more about that tomorrow. Yeah, we got to take a break, and on the other side of it, another Soper and Brown text-off. We've got a uh, lot of Max vouchers to give away. We'll do it in about 10 minutes. Sit tight. The Soper and Brown Show. Text message said, what if the aliens get upset as we send a D-Pick, and they send one back?
3: That's I right. Mean, I'd be interested. Isn't that the goal? Right?
1: Like, are we are we? Is that what we're hoping for? Back to see what theirs looks like.
3: I mean, isn't the idea if you get anything back, yeah. that's that's the hope here, is it not?
1: I guess if they sent back just a D pick, would we even know it was a D pick? Maybe not. Right? Maybe not. Like they're laughing over there, going, <laughs> "Check that out!" Like we're <laughs> gonna send it back, and we look and go, "What's that? Their arm
3: is there." Much, their leg? much <laughs> in the same way, they would not understand our "Honk if You're Horny" T-shirt.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: This really? is where you
3: lose the communication. So you got to send the most base- basic form, and then hopefully we can improve more of those assumptions right.
1: They're going to think that our honker is an antenna, aren't they?
3: I think, you know, hey, look, we're just looking for a return. As long as we can see them typing a message, I think people will be happy.
1: Yeah? <laughs> we show you ours, you show us yours? Yeah, that's the hope what here. You,
3: what do you think an alien penis looks like? Probably like this Comrex in front of me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like a little like machine with all the antennas, yeah?
3: Yeah, I think so. Or maybe the deodorant stick. I'm just looking at stuff that's around me. I'm very tired yeah. and sick. <laughs> I, can't, I have no imagination right now. <laughs> you truly don't. I'm just, I'm going full brick tablet. I'm just looking at stuff that's in front of me. I love.
1: My answer was going to be like, a, I don't know why, but I imagine like a cactus. I imagine it to be scary looking.
3: I love deodorant.
1: <laughs>
3: I love laptop. All
2: I
1: right, love, well, look, I love water bottle. Do, this is why we're not doing Carl versus the world today. Uh, We're or this week, rather. We've changed it up, and we're doing the Soper and Brown text-off. One question for all of Hits Nation. Fastest person to text the correct answer. He's going to walk home with the prize. Say we get $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max Draw. And again, the strategy. You can try to just guess the answer and get the fastest one, and you can try to Google it and get the fastest one. But if you do that, you might be a little bit behind. You might not be able to get it. So, Fastest person to correct the uh, to text the correct answer is going to win. And Jonathan, you said to us off air, you said, "Hey boys, I got a question. I got a great one that I want to throw out today." Yeah, so.
4: I, I can. I, I got this. It's pretty relevant. It was in the news yesterday. NASCAR announced the Hall of Fame list for oh the 2022-2023 oh class. Okay, and driver Matt Kenseth included, kind of a modern day name. He won a championship in 2003, famously the last championship on the year-long playoff or year-long point system rather than the playoff chase for the cup system. My question is, what car number did Matt Kenseth drive to win that championship in?
3: So you're looking for the car number that Matt Kenseth was driving in the 2003 NASCAR season? Yes. I just helped everybody Google it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say also, John, do you notice how Carl said the question within three seconds?
4: Yeah, but I like to talk about NASCAR a little bit, extend the story. There's some history to it. It's not just a random year question. It's it's the final year-long points championship in sports, or for NASCAR at least. I said to myself too, Carl, that I was like, oh, do I let Jonathan
1: take the ra-? Yeah,
3: turn it over to him. This is what you get.
1: <laughs> I guess so, eh? This is my fault. This is what you get. All seven nine seven seven. 977-977, text in your answer. Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. All right, text messages coming in. I like this one here. It said, you let John drive? Enjoy the gum, Gatorade, and Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should have seen this coming. Uh, John said to us off here, I got a question lined up, and I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but, I, I mean, for if it's John, it's probably racing. And really, that's on me, Carl. I probably should have known that.
3: Yeah, you got to take that out. <laughs> can John make it racing or can Carl make it wrestling is kind of like the same bit, right? Yeah. But I will say in uh, in John's defense, we had a ton of people bomb in with the correct answer and we do have a ton of racing fans that listen to the station, so hey, I will I'm give not, them that.
1: I'm not trying to to, you know, talk down to NASCAR. If you like it, you like it. Uh, mm-hmm. My point was that it's a little niche mm-hmm. and and that John gave about 4 minutes worth of information before he actually gave the question
3: so (laughs) yeah i think i summed it up a little tighter for us uh
1: john again really quickly the question and the answer
4: so the question was matt kenseth he's going in the nascar hall of fame announced yesterday what what car number did he drive when he won his 2003 championship car number 17
3: yeah 17 is the answer
4: First texter that got
1: through?
3: Uh, it was Nathan. Nathan was the first one through with it. Knew, uh, okay. knew his Matt Kenseth trivia oh, or yeah. one of the two? I,
1: I, like, I want to give a shout out quickly, too. Somebody texted in the number 23 before the question was even asked. <laughs> yes. Which I love that energy. I just want to <laughs> say.
3: And they weren't they, that far off.
1: Well, yeah, they were just shooting their shot. They thought, screw it. Like, I I don't even care what it is. I'm getting it. I want to have a chance to be first. And if you were first, imagine.
3: Like you said, they weren't far. We were talking NASCAR. If they knew it was going to be a car number, it's a worthy guess. It's pretty much one. You got,
4: you know, one through 99 chance in getting it right. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to that person. I I like the
1: energy. But Nathan, big winner, $100 worth of vouchers coming your way for the Lotto Max draw. Shout out to you, buddy. All right, we'll take a break. And speaking of cars, we've got uh, more to give away. Rapid Fire questions just around the corner. Sit tight.
0: The Silver and Brown Show.
1: All right, we, we got the NASCAR question out of the way from John. But we're sticking with the car theme. As for Rapid Fire this week, uh, Valet Car Wash has stepped up and... Wants uh, want to hook somebody up today, Carl.
3: Yeah, man. We've got uh, Valley Car Wash gift cards. They're good for five exterior washes. Valley Car Wash, of course, on 4th Avenue in St. Catharines behind Canadian Tire. Uh, so if you want to grab uh, a gift card, just bomb in some questions to us.
1: Uh, I see a few of them already starting to come in. Somebody did say, "Is John going to go to That's Entertainment and clear them out of gum and jelly
4: beans?" Uh, John, oh, yeah. Is that uh, is that your plan, or? I mean, I, I it wasn't my initial plan. Like, I get that. Yes, I like jelly beans and gum, but I don't like them like super frequently. But yes, you know, it's good to have a supply. How much Gatorade <laughs> are you going to buy from there? I, I don't know. Is a six pack? If they got them in six packs, I don't know. <laughs> What's the ultimate Gatorade flavor? Uh, I would probably pick the red fruit punch flavor, but orange isn't bad. Blue's not bad. I'm going to pick red. Carl, I think I'd go orange for Gatorade flavor.
3: Uh, (laughs) You'll be shocked to hear this, Matt. I don't care about my Gatorade flavor.
1: Oh yeah, right! I forgot I, about how it is.
3: It is on the same level as uh, as bubbly to me. Right? I'm they just. Quite
1: obviously taste different.
3: Yeah, they do. I just it it, it, is, it is of no. If I'm drinking Gatorade, it is not because I'm like, oh, I enjoy the flavor of Gatorade. It's because I drank whiskey with you until 4.30 in the morning and I need something to wash down three extra strength Tylenol before I go back to sleep. So I'm absolutely slamming this as fast as possible. It doesn't even register. The yellow one is fine. Blue, also good. Orange, green, red, acceptable. Don't even put a squeeze top on it. Give me the big one. Wide mouth. (laughs) Throw the lid in the garbage.
1: I, you know, I, 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 For a quick second, I'm always shocked, and then I go, of course, nope, oh, yeah. of course. No. Much like with the John NASCAR question, I should have known. I should have yeah. known. No, no
3: the Gatorade thing is about efficiency. I just need to, I need to consume it as fast as possible. Taste whatever.
1: Rapid fire questions to win something from Valet Car Wash: mm. and seven nine seven seven. We'll do it in about seven minutes.
3: Call me now. <laughs> Who is this?
1: A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. All right, 977-977. You can get your texts in. Valet Car Wash. We're giving away a uh, little prize package courtesy of them. Five free washes. As always, Carl, we recommend the monthly uh, payment where it's unlimited washes. I think it's like uh, two. I think it's two, you do two washes and you basically get your money worth. So, shout out to Valet Car Wash and we'll give away that for uh, best question at the end. We'll start with this. They said, "What do you usually think about when you're on the toilet?" And I don't know, John. Are you uh, a you a phone on the toilet guy?
4: I am a phone on the toilet yeah. guy.
1: I Yeah, same. I think most that. people are now, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I think for me it depends on um, like where I am. If I'm at home, yeah, it's a casual browse. If I'm at work with you, Soper, it is. How much time do I have? Like we, mm. you and I, literally look and what you know, two songs are lined up and go okay, and I hit a stopwatch that goes for you know at max five or six minutes, and you're trying to get there and hope that you don't have to do any amateur plumbing at the White House yeah. of Rock and get back in the studio in
2: time.
1: <laughs> I'm usually thinking about what we're gonna do on the show the next day when I'm on the toilet. It's
3: mm-hmm, typically,
1: yeah, it's a work yeah. prep.
3: That's, That's a real I'm good show prep time. Yep. Yeah.
1: If you guys were a snack food, what snack would you be?
3: All dressed, baby. <laughs>
1: You'd be all dressed chips.
3: All dressed, a little tangy. <laughs> just, what's?
4: Sorry. You.
3: All a little tangy ruffles. It has to be all dressed ruffles, by the way. Yeah, those are the okay. best ones. Yeah. Okay.
4: I'd I'd go popcorn. Uh, you know, it's, it could be salty, could be sweet, could be uh, <laughs> no, you know, it no. could get stuck in your teeth and annoy the hell out of you. You know.
3: Could be covered in butter.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I do
1: see uh, popcorn in red snow pants every once in a while. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's the most loud, excitable snack you can think of?
3: Uh, One of those. um, uh, Sober, you be Pop Rocks.
1: Pop Rocks, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
3: You be Pop Rocks. I think that's that's your go-to
1: deal. What is the ideal pizza? Give me your toppings
4: oof do you want to go first carl you think you got it (laughs)
1: i'll I'll, I'll jump in right away and say it's to me it's the canadian it's the pepperoni mushroom bacon very simple i i there's all sorts of pizzas i enjoy but if i could only you know right now they're like give me a basic pizza it's that that is a home
4: run to me every time
3: i would uh i'm going uh ham pineapple red onion and banana peppers
4: I'm not too far off of Matt. I think I would just maybe swap mushrooms for green peppers. Okay. Okay.
1: I thought you were going to have a worse take than that, Jonathan. I'm I,
4: I don't know. I'm, I'm getting a little more adventurous with my pizza. I was going to say just, you know, <laughs> pepperoni know and cheese, but.
3: Just to be fair. The straight ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I, in the last few years, I've mixed in started mixing in some other toppings on pizza. Green peppers, mm-hmm. You're out of control, pal. I know. It's Looking getting wild over here.
3: Growing in front of our very eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you could punch one celebrity in the face, no consequences, who would it be and why? That's from Josh.
3: Hmm. I think I would take my Seagal swing at this point. Yeah? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, yeah.
1: I will seed my punch and give Carl two punches so he can also take his anger out on James Corden. Yes, yeah, second shot, really, for, really wants
3: second shot is reserved for James Corden.
1: I'm a good friend, and I'll let Carl have my punch. Thanks, baby. Yeah, you're welcome, pal. You need it. Look, I'm just going to say it. You need it.
3: <laughs> you can skip Christmas for two years for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought the Tom Cochran vinyl worked out pretty well. It's great. But a, but a James Corden
3: punch? Ooh. I'm going to throw it on while I clean later.
4: Hell yeah!
3: Jonathan, you got anybody you're swimming
4: uh, on, or I don't. I don't know if there's one in particular, but for, I just keep coming back. And I was talking about this a little earlier. Jared Leto. I, I think I'd punch mm. Jared Leto in the face.
3: Yeah. yeah, I think he's he's done his he's done his fair bit to earn it, from yeah, what I understand. Right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, since John's favorite flavor of gum is cinnamon, Matt and Carl, what is something that would be that you like that would be controversial to others? Ooh.
3: Like, I like in terms uh, uh, of foods?
1: I've said this before. I think it's like a food take. For me, boneless chicken wings, even though they're not really, they're just nuggets. Yeah. Boneless wings are better than chicken wings with the bone in. Mm, mm. I enjoy that experience better.
3: <laughs> you enjoy just not having to worry about yeah. where where yeah. not to bite.
1: Give me the chicken chunks. I don't just need the guilt, bone.
3: Just a guilt-free hop right in.
1: Yep. I I still want sauce and everything on it. I don't mm-hmm. need the bone. I don't think I that's as. I think chicken as,
4: wings are a little are are overrated. I just don't think that's as e- egregious of a take. To be honest, I, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Hits Nation will text in and disagree. But a, a bonus wing is fine. Nothing wrong
1: chicken with that. Chicken wings are chicken wings are fine. I just think they're overrated. I'm
3: trying to think if I have a food take that would blow some people away. Um, I still think strawberries the best flavor of ice cream. That's. that's, my,
1: that's I think that's your take.
3: Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a strawberry guy. I'm the I'm the guy if you if you have me the neapolitan, I'm um, working out all the strawberry stuff, the vanilla and chocolate stuff for everybody else.
4: Wow. Okay, that's kind of controversial. Would you stay in the
1: basement of the White House of Rock full weekend by yourself, no cell phone, only candlelight?
3: Um I mean, that's just really like it's just I'd be really bored, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, it'd
1: be incredibly boring.
3: Candlelight vigil in the basement of the White House of Rock. You'd almost hope for something to haunt you to spice things up a little bit. Yeah. Right. Like if I could, if I could stay in like our office that we have, Matt, like where I've got the sixty-four hooked up, and if I have my computer with me.
1: Yeah. No. So I it's, could at least you're just, in the basement over by that hell door that goes under.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I know the one. Yeah.
1: You're yeah. there. You're in that room for seventy-two hours.
3: Oh, so boring. Yeah. yeah. I'd prefer. I mean, just out of pure like. Less out of fear and more out of oh my god. I, maybe because I've been in the room that I'm sitting in predominantly for the last 72 hours. Yeah, the idea of being in one spot anywhere for 72 hours right now is threatening. Fair.
1: Yeah. I actually I feel the same way. It is less about fear and more about oh my god. Yeah,
3: but again, Like again, like you know, at, at Camp Brown here, uh, Chelsea's still totally. Uh, Asymptomatic. She's been fine. So we're continuing to try and isolate from each other. So I have, I mean, truly just stunk up this guest room for the last three days. (laughs) And I just, the idea of just being locked in anywhere in one spot for three days right now is brutal.
1: Somebody asked, uh, John, what would be your NASCAR number?
4: Um, I would probably take. Uh, 94 as my birth year. Also a mix of 24 and 9, my two favorite drivers. So, yeah, I'll go 94.
3: 94. 94. Mm. Nice. Real f- flashy. Real flashy number there, young gun.
4: <laughs> yeah, right? You know, it's a, it's a high number. There's only, been, there's only really been like one. I think Bill Elliott drove a 94 in the 90s. So that's oh, the only 94 cool. I can think of.
1: Mm. Mm. If you guys were at the zoo and fell into the gorilla enclosure, mm-hmm. if you had to pick one of these, which would you pick to help you? First is a taser. Second is bear spray. Third is a 50-50 coin flip. Chance you get out right away, and if you lose, they attack you immediately. Which do you choose?
3: Coin flip. Mm. Coin flip? (laughs) I think the bear spray just enrage it.
4: I feel like a taser, it depends how fast-acting a taser works. I've never really used a taser. I I don't think the taser is going to work on a gorilla the same way it works on a human. (laughs) I feel like if it's one of those ones that like shoot out and you can kind of stand back from it, you might have a chance. It might give you
3: enough time. I'm tasing myself and letting the gorilla have its way. (laughs) 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 Do your worst. (laughs) Hold up the says, Do not shoot the gorilla.
4: (laughs) I'm in here for a reason. Let him do his business.
1: Carl gets a taser, jumps in. Oh, I didn't fall in. Don't worry. No,
3: no, it's fine. What, what about my uh, what about my wits? You know, I think can I have a chance to communicate with the beast and see if I can talk my way out of this situation?
1: Come on, come on! We're come sending
3: on. we're sending dick pics in the space on a hope and a prayer. Let me try.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I had another question lined up, but I don't care. That wins best question. There it is. Whoever right. you are, send us your info.
6: So am
2: I.
1: Um, a quick reminder for anybody who got their band in for rock search, we are announcing the top 16 tomorrow, Brown.
3: Yeah, man, on the morning show tomorrow, we will find a, a spot there and, and uh, unleash those names on the world. That's uh, it's exciting stuff.
1: And and we're actually going to be live this year. You know, last year it was all kind of online, and we post the videos after the warehouse actual show going down.
2: Mm-hmm. For you
1: and I, will be the first time we'll be able to be a part of the experience. But Hits Nation obviously knows, uh, you know, it's it's a big time, and, and those parties can be a blast. The quarterfinals, semifinals, and the eventual finals. So
3: yeah, um, it's going to be forward to the party, man. That's going to be a riot, man. Uh, Cameron's Brewing we've got a huge shout out to them for for jumping oh, yeah. on board with Rockers this year. We can't. Uh, you and I actually have a little visit to the fine folks at Cameron's uh, scheduled next week to, uh, well, you know, check out the facilities. You got to get familiar with the product. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more.
1: <laughs> Leafs fans, tough, uh, tough game two yesterday. Actually, yeah. a, a straight across the board, we had four playoff games last night. All of them. A blowout. No drama whatsoever to be found yeah, in the Yeah, no, uh,
3: no triple OT Pittsburgh Rangers Classics last night, that's for sure. Uh, Tampa Bay hopping out to a 5-1 lead, a 5-3 final there. Tampa gets the split, but Toronto, I mean, outside of, you know, a lot of penalties that were taken and stuff, I mean, Toronto didn't look terrible in that game. It's just, you know, the the lightning aren't going to roll over. You weren't going to sweep this thing. Um, Carolina Hurricanes, the only team that were able to pull away with a 2 nothing uh, series lead yesterday. Elsewhere, everybody else evened things up. Uh, Minnesota and St. Louis. Minnesota with a 6-2 victory. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov with a hat-trick there. That matches uh, Perron's hat-trick from St. Louis on the other side to tie that series. And the Oilers, uh, Mike Smith with the error in Game 1 that led to the winning goal. Shutout in Game 2, a 6-0 win.
1: Well, we got the Penguins and the Rangers going at it again. They got uh, 24 hours off to rest after the, the triple overtime, but they're back. Capitals, Panthers, Predators, Avalanche, and then the Canadian team on the docket tonight. tonight. Uh, you got Flames and uh, Flames and Stars, but that's a 10 o'clock start, so you have to be up a little. You have to stay yeah. up to the uh, little a little bit later for recording.
3: that one. Yeah, is I believe Louis Domingue is going to have to start for Pittsburgh again too. I don't think Casey DeSmith really? is ready to go. Yeah, I think Dumais going to start that game.
1: Again. And Leafs fans, obviously Friday night back at her seven thirty puck drop for that one again. As uh, you go into Tampa, that becomes a big game, right? For for the Leafs, it's yeah. You obviously played a perfect game one. It was a tough game two. Tampa got their split. It, it feels like to me that if Tampa wins game three, that is when the demons start to roll back in. <laughs> at least at least for fans, I don't know what the players, but
3: yeah, it's uh, always. It's always a swing game, right? It's a, that's, yeah. that's a big it's a big swing game. But uh, it'd be interesting to see, yeah, you know, what the atmosphere is like in Tampa and how how Toronto reacts on the road. I think that group. Uh, I don't think they feel too bad going down to Tampa tied one one, and is they it, shouldn't.
4: Is it even demons though? Like if if you know the Leafs actually lose to Tampa, like what else are you supposed to do? They're the two time defending Stanley Cup mm-hmm. champions with the best goalie in the for world sh-
1: for sure. Like, but look. It's been what, four straight years of the Leafs, you know, going out in yep. in round number 1 and then mm-hmm. in the one year they went out in the in the playoff round. It's just it doesn't really matter who it is that they're playing. They yeah. set records this year. They've never had a better team. You have to win. Like there's no there's no positive to be taking from this season if you do not win a playoff series. You just—you yeah. won't convince me otherwise.
3: Going seven and showing well against Tampa Bay is not going to be remembered positively.
1: Yeah. I yeah. just don't think anybody cares anymore. It's results now.
3: Yeah, we're in just win baby mode here.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Tough.
1: Uh, three doors down. Let's do Kryptonite. Soper and Brown Show. Soper and Brown Show Nice I-7-7. It's FM. This was a few days ago, Carl, but... We, you and I were just discussing it off air. It was the woman who woke up at her own funeral. This oh, is dude! In per- Peru, I believe yeah. it was. Yes,
3: it was. I saw this if story.
1: You, if you haven't seen it, it's it's one of those. Initially, you go, "Oh wow, that's wild." Then you read into it, and you go, "God, that is."
3: Yeah, I it's, got it's the, the stuff
1: of nightmares. Honestly,
3: I've got the story up in front of me here. Um, her name was is, uh, Rosa Isabel uh, Cespedes. Kalaka from Lambayeque, Peru. And, yeah, she was uh, pronounced dead after a car crash. Um, you know, tragic thing. And shocked mourners at her funeral by banging on the coffin from the inside and showing signs of life. So, she, my, my
1: immediate question is, they didn't, like, embalm her and get her, like, did they just go right from the car crash to the funeral?
3: So, she was, um, I'm looking here, She she spent some time uh in in hospital it looks like but it looked it also it does look like it was quite the quick turnaround like the funeral appears to be the day after or within like 36 hours of of the accident
1: so did nobody in the hospital be like oh she has signs did they just go yep she's dead like how it did says, nobody figure yeah. out that she's alive? Did her heart just <laughs> re like
3: I, start? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what procedures were were taking place. Uh, it says that she was announced as a fatal casualty after uh, being involved in a, an axe that uh, looks like it took the life of her brother-in-law as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was placed in a coffin ahead of her funeral. Uh, this is last week, Tuesday, and then mourners gasped when they heard noises at the start of the service. Um they brought her back. <laughs> they went straight from the hosp- the like the funeral procession they were carrying her to the great the box when she was was making noise um uh, cemetery uh, caretaker's commented here says she opened her eyes and was swearing. I immediately went to my office and called the police.
1: Yeah, like it, it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Do they do they ju- do they guess you must say, anybody, like, do don't, any test whatsoever to see if there was any signs of life. Because I have to imagine that if somebody hooked her up to something, they would have went, oh, man. Uh, not there's still Like, it's still beating. Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, medics, uh, they did put her on life support when she was returned to the hospital.
1: Okay. Unfortunately,
3: she did pass away within the next uh, couple of hours.
1: Man, so because they say. she probably sat there without the help for like 36 <laughs> hours or whatever yes. right
3: yes yeah her family are calling on healthcare uh, officials for answers to find out how she was declared dead in the first place and uh yeah obviously you know suffered from a lack of care it's just an incredible story though like it's 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 a it's, it's almost too cliché for a movie for you know it's like a naked gun bit somebody knocking on the inside of the coffin to be let out yeah but, uh, yeah, an absolutely wild, wild story there. So, yeah, just, you know, it's always worth a double check when you're signing off on a death certificate.
1: Yeah, it's it, I, and this is the thing, though. I don't want to have to tell somebody who does that job that they, they that should just be a thing you do. <laughs> right, There are things that yeah. we do before we go on air as, like, a check. And if it doesn't work, you go, oh, you really should have checked that. This is a bigger deal than that.
3: Yeah, it is. It's a much bigger deal.
1: <laughs> like, you <laughs> Just, should check these things. It's not one of the.
3: There's certain things that you can get wrong in your day-to-day job. You know, if we miss a traffic tag, we've got room to make it up and that kind of thing. You can't really get this one wrong.
1: And how about the family who has to go through, what, two funerals? Two grieving processes?
3: Like... <laughs> you bring her back and then do you... You do the march again, are you listening closely on the, yeah, on the march bag? Like It shakes your confidence, for sure it does. Doesn't well, it doesn't happen very often. It shakes my confidence. But, yeah, it doesn't happen very often, but it only has to happen once for you to go, hey, can you just check again for me?
1: Yeah, that is,
3: that yeah, is it's, it's, not,
1: it's truly an insane story.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's wild, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I says, guess. Uh, sorry, ahead. you go. No, please.
1: I said, text said here, said, uh just note, mental note: If you go to Peru, get health insurance. Is that even going to matter? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Does a health insurance cover an autopsy? Because I feel like that could have been solved with you know a quick autopsy.
1: Yeah. Like, do we need health insurance for them to do the actual double check? Did they look and go, mm, she doesn't have insurance? Just say she's dead.
3: <laughs> you just put a little card in your wallet and it says, uh, check twice.
1: Yeah, please, please, <laughs> yeah. check twice, and leave yeah. a doorbell in there so that you can hear me if I need out. That would be I'll good. That's a good. That's a good invention. Uh, <laughs> that's our next million-dollar idea. It's Guns N' Roses now at the So-Colent <laughs> Browship. It's FM. All right, Brown, uh, before we get to what we learned here today, mm-hmm. somebody says, in mm-hmm. the sense of uh, Peru, and, and we talked about this woman who knocked on her own coffin during her funeral because she was still alive but eventually ended up dying in hospital. Yeah. Um, for a second time, I guess. I guess so. Uh, somebody said they used to put uh, a string and a bell in a coffin, so that you could, if you were alive, ring the bell, and then they would know to not <laughs> bury you. Uh,
3: yeah, I guess I. I think that was. I think that was something. I think maybe the origin of the expression was that they would. Uh, you know, when there was still maybe. Not exactly the most advanced medical practices. You put yeah. uh, a finger attached to a bell, but yeah. it ring by accident sometimes. Well, I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. And it, it said that that's where the expre- they said yeah. they're pretty sure that's where the expression saved by the bell came from.
3: I'm looking here at a website called phrases.org.uk. Uh, it said there is a widespread notion that saved by the bell originated as an expression excuse me that relates to people being buried alive the idea was that if someone were comatose and mistakenly pronounced dead and interred they could if later revived ring a bell that was attached to the coffin and be saved it's plausible as fear of of being buried alive was and is real and several prominent people expressed this fear when uh when close to death themselves Wow. Another
1: person said that's where the term dead ringer came from. I don't know if that is. Oh,
3: okay. I can see that. Well, maybe. I mean, the, maybe. The maybe. Both kind of make sense.
1: Uh, learning more about coffins and people not officially dying than <laughs> I thought I would today. So,
3: What else did we learn on the show today, Brown? Uh, we learned um, that uh, the Niagara Falls Comic Con, that's coming up uh, June 3rd through 5th, uh, I'm certainly going to be there. I believe on the Saturday and uh, spending some time around the uh, around the the whole the whole scene there. Uh, you and I have some interview requests in. We are working through details and hopefully chatting with uh, Big Sexy, Mister Kevin Nash, formerly Diesel, uh, of course uh, from a number of movies. Remember, he was the Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. I
1: don't remember that. <laughs>
3: he played he played the Super Shredder. Yeah.
1: Nice.
3: Yeah. Um, and uh, we have our uh, we have feelers out shatner it's not a no yet so we're still working through that uh moms of the machine we had our, our fourth winner today what was the name of our winner today matt courtney Courtney. Courtney had a great story for us today, and you can get yours in. We still have one more prize to give away at 905-682-9797. Leave your Mother's Day messages on the machine. Uh, we learned that in the next uh, couple of months here, we're losing a bit of a local legend in St. Catharines, as That's Entertainment is uh, closing up shop after 33 years in business. So sad to see that uh, uh, happen. It's, you know, It's you know, a fact of life, unfortunately, but still uh, tough to see it go. We learned that in an attempt to uh, stir some interest in the potential of intelligent life in the universe, we're sending out some nudes. Uh, we're trying to give
1: nudes to aliens? We're sending D-pics into the universe?
3: <laughs> NASA is sending uh, via, like I guess, uh, via code uh, what would be a nude diagram of a man and woman waving as well as an explanation of gravity. We'll see what comes back. (laughs) Just throwing it out there. Throw it right back if you don't like it. And uh, tomorrow on the show, we will announce the top 16 for Rock Search 2022. So uh, for the bands who got your submissions in, stay tuned. Tomorrow we will have our top 16 announced on the show.
1: All right. Jonathan, thanks for your help in studio, buddy. Carl, hopefully uh, you get a little less sweaty tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see on that, though. Yeah, I
3: wouldn't hold your breath on that one, pal.
1: <laughs> Back with another Soap and Brown show. Uh, Ashley's up next. We'll see you tomorrow, party people.
2: There's a voice that keeps on calling.
0: Good work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Southern Ontario's
2: Best Rock and the Sober and Brown Show on 97.7 Hits FM.